Welcome everyone. Today is November 24th, 2020, and this is what got our attention. I'm here as usual with uh, the the normal squad. I've got Brian or Phoenix Nova. Yeah. And uh, also Demurin or Bruno, if you're familiar. What up? Welcome Both to of them our holiday special. <laughs> our holiday Thanksgiving special. So this will be Thanksgiving 2020, which I'm sure if the turkey doesn't burn down your house, something else in the world probably will, because uh, it is 2020. <clears throat> yeah. So the, well, I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving 2020, so God knows someone's going to deep fry a turkey. And instead of like, you know, just gouting flames all over the place, it'll just explode like freaking C4 and take out their entire back half of their house or something. Somehow, yeah, I mean, if they're lucky from a deep fried turkey. Yeah, right. <laughs> 22. <laughs> oh, man. So if you're uh, if you're watching this live, uh, if you're not um, just a heads up, we're actually doing this on Tuesday this week as opposed to our normal Thursday, because Thursday is actually Thanksgiving. And uh, some of us actually have uh, people to see, uh, which I will say is not a lot. The same people I typically see. We're just going to their house. Um, so not like I'm going out to hang out with a bunch of family members, which you know, that's your choice. Um, but we're definitely trying to be safe about it. I'm just going to, you know, not have to do the podcast on the day of Thanksgiving. So uh, and actually with that, yes. a little bit of Thanksgiving, I, mean, I think it'd be fine. <clears throat> yeah, a little a little bit of Thanksgiving trivia for you guys. I wanted to see if you guys knew any of the trivia questions that I had for you. So here we go. So. Thanksgiving is always around the obviously the same time of month that we always have a huge parade, right? The Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade, which is always a really popular uh, event during Thanksgiving to watch, along with like your Sunday or your Thursday night football, like, you know, whatever that is. Uh, so here's a question for you. Which or what is the first video game character to show up as a balloon in the Macy's Day parade? Um, sir, I was led to believe that there would be no maths during this question in what do you guys the think? Macy's parade. Yeah. Macy's day parade, which, which is the first video game character to show up in the Macy's day parade as a balloon. When was Pikachu. it? Pikachu. What? Like, like big balloons. Can I get a hint? What, what year? Would this uh, have been? it was in 1993. <clears throat> 1993. No, never mind. What did you say, Brian? Who was big in 1993? It was wrong. Couldn't be Pikachu. Who, who was, um, no, it can't be. It can't be anything from Nintendo because Nintendo would like copyright Macy's and like have them deleted from the planet. Um, <laughs> who are the biggest? Uh, there weren't really too many want, other companies. Sega I want answers from both of you. I want answers from both of you. Um, I already gave my answer. It was wrong. So what did you say? Mm -hmm. I didn't hear you. Sonic said it. Pikachu. <clears throat> would it be oh, okay. Sonic? Because Sonic is Sega. So, Sega was big back then. So Sonic is your answer and Pikachu is your other. All right. Yeah, well, the winner wrong. is she was recent. The the actual first video game character to show up as a balloon uh, in the Macy's Day Parade was in 1993, which was Sonic the Hedgehog. Figures. That was the first no other game first balloon back then. Nintendo wouldn't have done anything for it. So speaking of Nintendo, what is the first affiliated Nintendo video game character to show up as a balloon in the uh, Macy's Day Parade? Yoshi. That's your final answer. I'm just gonna okay, do. Cool. I'm not. I'm not gonna like keep picking and choosing answers. No, that's fine. That's what you're saying. Okay, cool. Pikachu. Bruno, what do you think? <laughs> All right. Pikachu. Well, uh, which is, in which 2001, Nintendo, which is even funnier. 2001. It actually is Pikachu. <laughs> Hell it's yeah! Nintendo affiliated. <laughs> Nintendo affiliated. So okay. video game okay. character. Well, they... I, I stole your that. answer and ran with it. <laughs> that's that's Listen. like that's like it's Dark Souls because it's. PlayStation affiliated. What? No. Well, actually, there's three owners. There's three owners of Pokemon, and Nintendo is one of those owners, along with Game Freak and then uh, whatever the other one was. So, anyway, I figured I'd throw that out to you guys on that one. It was just fun because I mean, typically you think of like Thanksgiving. What I remember is growing up is like, you know, having all my cousins with me, having the Sega in front of me or Super Nintendo, and just playing and just you know, all we all we do is lock ourselves in a room. And Mom would come in and go, "You guys smell like a room full of farts." And we would chuckle and we would just keep playing and, you know, drinking Kool-Aid or whatever the hell we were drinking. So the smell that, uh, never is interesting. Changed. Yeah, it's <laughs> basically. <laughs> so that's uh, that's just a little trivia for you for Thanksgiving. So in our Thanksgiving spirit, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we got kind of into the news this week, 
is, you know, talking about like the history, what I'm saying is, you know, growing up with the Sega and the room and things, uh, we're getting to the point now where like ready player one is like, you know, it came out recently and you were thinking that was kind of far off. And now it's kind of getting to the point where it's not very far off. Like there's, there's actually companies that uh, have been making haptic suits. Uh, and if you're not familiar with the haptic suit, what that is is a suit that you'd be wearing uh, that actually does all of the, the motions and gives you the feeling of like, uh, if you get shot in the shoulder, then the, like your shoulder hurts or you can feel that pain going to that shoulder or not pain, but the, the sense uh, the the feeling, I guess you could say. And uh, they've been making these now for, there's a couple different companies, but they've been making them now from like, t- like 2015 was their first prototypes. Um, but some of the newer ones now are kind of like fitting like a jacket. Like it's, it's like literally a jacket you put on and you just zip it up. There's no wires or anything. And uh, it just, it just syncs with your system and it works. The price points like 300 bucks right now from like most of these three to 500. Uh, so it's still not super expensive, but it's also not very cheap, especially if you're talking about buying VR as well, like having to get your VR set up and then a computer that can run it and stuff. Uh, typically, if you're going to be buying those things and 300 bucks probably isn't too bad for you. Uh, but yeah, there's just it's just kind of crazy seeing all of the the beta tests that I was seeing like on YouTube, the different videos of like uh, one of the companies, you know, was just showing the video game aspect of like the things they were doing. And the other one was showing a lot of like the the training ability of like having people who are like firemen or um, like people who are doing things in like a skilled set where they have to like know how to do things quickly. Uh, they were doing training through VR that so they were showing in the haptic sense where they could like, you know, move everything and feel and you know carry and things like that. Uh, so it was pretty interesting to see, but it's just it was just odd to me that it's not really odd, I guess. It was just it was very uh, amazing, I guess you could say, that it was like that not that far off. Like we're getting to that point where, you know, we're already having haptic suits being created for VR as well. So you can like actually feel like what you're doing, which is pretty strange. The uh, yeah, <laughs> I, loved, I loved I loved watching that, considering that, uh, you know, um, people in the industry have been talking about like res infinite uh and res even before that and how in like 2015 or before they took uh a suit and they put all these rumble packs in it because like (laughs) it was i think it was sega uh but they had these rumble packs that came with this game that you could basically attach to your controller or anything or or use wherever that you want. And they took 24 of these things and put them in different locations of the suit and they would dress somebody up in it and they would play res. And it was very much the same thing. Like it would hit them in a certain location and that rumble pack would start rumbling. Uh, this hmm. Kickstarter one that you're talking about is, is uh, uh, definitely more advanced. Well, I hope so. Cause it's much newer. Uh, it's got like 64 different, zones in it that will vibrate and it also is keeping track of how you are moving parts of your body so it isn't just it isn't just the haptic feedback it's actually it's true. recognizing that you pick your leg up yeah. uh and they they are in addition to creating this device they're also at the same time developing three games custom made for this device now Games is probably a charitable term. Uh, they look more like they're technical demos. Right. Uh, Which it makes sense. I mean, they're not a they're not a game company. They're just trying to show right. off the, the, the software and the, the product, I guess. But it's cool. I mean, because, you know, they, they lift up their leg. The character on the screen lifts up their leg, you know, and, and they're doing a whole bunch of stuff like that. So uh, I, I agree. It's it's something that uh, slowly but surely we're going to this VR world that uh Right now, no one, not really many all that people care about anyway. So, well, yeah. what's funny is the last thing they talked about was the VR chat. Like VR chat's apparently really huge uh, already with just the, you know, the VR sensor, like the visual. And uh, they were saying like, like with room. the haptic suit. What's that? Rec room. Yeah, the rec, rec room. So rec, rec room was was a huge free release on Steam for VR that just had like, you know, it, it was like a rec room. It had like darts in one area and it was in a gymnasium. It had like uh, it's, oh, it's, basketballers you could throw up. Still expanding. It's, and it's still expanding and people just, they use it for a giant chat room. Well, that's the thing well, though, is like mostly people still use, like actually it's just called VR chat. Um, but uh, VR chat is a weird, 
a weird place to venture into, and I imagine it's just going to get weirder with haptic feedback bodysuits. So that's what the guy said was that, you know, there's VR chat going on, and now with the haptic suits, like, he said that one of the moments that he had was that he was, the best moment he had was giving someone else a back rub, uh, and then obviously receiving a back rub as well, which is very strange to think about, that you're online with a random person that you've never met. And or even seen for that matter, and like you're getting a virtual background from him. Yeah, it's <laughs> so it's definitely getting, it's, getting weird. It's weird. <laughs> there like, is a huge dark rabbit hole that you probably don't want to go down of technology oh, I'm sure. that has been around this for the darker and seedier parts of the internet for years. Oh, I'm sure. I and I'm sure that's out there and and yeah. it's continuing to yeah. innovate and I mean, the internet was made for sex, if that's what you're referring to. It's like, that's why we have the internet. <laughs> that's as, how uh, I feel anyway. As someone who's descended into VR chat before, I do not <laughs> open VR chat anymore. You Did get, you like, have like a rope on you so you could pull yourself back out? Uh, that's not a rope long enough. Um, it's just, you get a, a, the weirdest mixture of people. And like, there's not, uh, there's only so much censoring anybody can do. So you do meet <laughs> some cool people, but I felt like a lot of the time there was a weird divide in the communities that I would join into of people who were just, I don't know, I also say it, people who were fucking normal and just made sense. <laughs> they were like weird and quirky and they had personalities, but they weren't like complete psychopaths or anything. And then there were these people who were <laughs> fucking lunatics. And then you have these little kids who somehow are like, six to 12 years old unsupervised in this VR chat room with these weird, weird people. And I felt like I was like, I had to like a lot of the conversations and be like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't say that to them. You should not be saying that to them. It's so frustrating. It's so weird because it's so new. Nobody knows what yeah. they're doing with it. So there's no policing right. in it. So to speak, there's no, there's no control over it. There's no and the Chris idea Hansen. of people, I'm Chris Hansen. You, no, you wait, you wait. There will be virtual Chris Hansen will start showing up in this. Thing. Hey, oh, I mean, for sure. the, dude, the dude's got to make money. So he's just going to have like an entire series of just going in and busting VR people. What happens oh, like when a bunch what if of he's like creepers. the Matrix, like he's the agents, like he just has the agent. They're all Chris Hansen's and they just like. They what happens, go. though, when inevitably he's wearing a haptic feedback suit? And they're wearing haptic feedback suits and he busts one of them and them through their proxies, their VPNs all show up in the same Chris Hansen room and haptic beat the shit out of them in VR chat. It's only a matter of time. We're going in that direction. But yeah, it's it is interesting. And it reminds me a lot of like going back to when the Internet was new, like people didn't really know what to see or what to do and what to say. And like chat rooms were like, oh, God, what do I it's a chat room. What do you mean you can just chat with other people? So it's like the same thing of that, like this whole technology. It's 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 cool at one side and then kind of odd on the other because you get to see it expand and see where we're going to go with it. But yeah. it is very weird. Like there is no policing, like you're nope. saying, you I haven't, have no idea what, what's going to happen. I haven't checked so. it in a while, but. A long time ago when I had initially checked, like a year and a half ago back, I can tell you that the statistics for, or the ratio for how many normal games versus adult-rated games existed for VR was not in favor of normal games by yeah. any <laughs> means. But there was, it, was, it was definitely like a, an 85-15 split, and the 85 did not go in the direction of the future of VR gaming. It definitely went in the direction of porn, but for VR, <laughs> which is yeah. sad to me because, you know, I don't, I don't care about that part. I just want to play fucking video games in VR, but they're like, no, 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 no. But no, no, the they, technology, they, they, they're marketing them to you. <laughs> they're, they're marketing fucking video games to you. Fucking video games. to you. Yeah. It's all about the, the emphasis. Kinds. <laughs> wrong fucking yeah, yeah. You, you didn't hear me out like i'm, I'm trying to say games oh, Com commas are important <laughs> they're like now nah, fuck yeah. your commas too and i'm like oh what am i supposed to okay. do okay just some guy so, with like virtual comma the so anyway that was just something i picked up this week and i thought it was interesting and i when i looked at the article and i gave that to you guys to check it out but 
Uh, ultimately, that's not even the news. We're going to get into the news and uh, like I guess we'll let uh, Demir and start it off. There's a little bit of news today. Yeah, I was going to say this This is a Thanksgiving special. This is not a typical podcast for us. Yeah. Um, we only had, you know, a few days of actual business days that yep. news comes out and uh, and we had to, you know, we wanted to be at least making uh, make a, an episode for you guys to have and give you a little some extras for it for this week. But uh, hopefully you're probably listening to this on your way to your uh, in-laws or somewhere that you have to go and you have some hours to listen to it. So uh, that's why we're Jeez, doing it. Now but, you're uh, making sure that I have a deadline to release it at a certain time. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thursday morning it is. That's when it's releasing. <laughs> hey, sounds good. Here it is. They have, they have to Everybody. drive back, so... <laughs> So, uh, like we said, not a lot All of right. news. We're gonna. That's what Generation Conversations is for. Yeah, we're we're gonna start. They got um, us one way. Got them the going back. I want to say we're gonna start this week the same place we started off last week to some degree. And the week before that. And the week, and before, the week that, before that, we're back on that PS5 bullshit. <laughs> oh, and I do bullshit. I do. I do mean. I do mean PS5 bullshit because I don't have any good news for y'all today. Um, I have sad news, <laughs> and then I have sadder news, if you like Sony. If you hate Sony, you're probably going to be like, this is the best news I've ever heard. Team Microsoft or Team PC Master uh, Race. S- screw, that, screw that team shit. Well. We, we no, don't need any console wars in here. People aren't giving up, man. The console wars, though we know, don't <laughs> exist anymore. People are still flying those banners. Anyways. Yeah, they're idiots. Um, first thing... Uh, a lot of Amazon PlayStation 5 customers are reporting that uh, they didn't get their PS5s. They got a box, and it should have been a PS5, but that box was not filled with a PS5. Instead, it was filled with the much, much more valuable for children or somebody, maybe, depending on their preferences, things like a Nerf gun or nothing. If you just want to use your imagination... It could be full of anything. Endless possibilities. No PS5? Play the game <laughs> in your brain. Demon Souls. But you get to choose the difficulty. That is, yeah, Demon Souls is the ultimate game for your brain. <clears throat> One of them oh, was look, uh, yeah, a foot massager. Um, like, things like that. So, people have been reporting receiving their PS5 deliveries from Amazon. And instead, they have nothing. There's, there's nothing in the box, or it's just not the PS5. Um... Uh, and the suspicion is essentially that Amazon drivers are actually ripping these packages open, stealing the PS5, replacing it with something that is cheaper from, let's say, like just a, a random general like toy store, like like or Target or something, just grabbing like random things, throwing it in there, and that's what they're actually delivering to people. Some people went as far as to say that the delivery was given to their neighbor and marked as signed for by their neighbor or whatever. But then the person just walked <laughs> away with the package. So like the Amazon driver actually came there, said that, like talked to the neighbor, said that they signed off on it and then left with the package. And the neighbor was like, I don't know why they did that, but they, they left with your package. Um, but they marked yeah. it as delivered. So like a lot of weird shit going on. Amazon has already um, essentially come forth and said, we're going to handle this. We're going to find a way to resolve this um, and get people the PlayStations they were supposed to have, which leads me into my next story, which tells me that well, it's probably... Well, real quick, the, the thing that surprises me the most about the Amazon package delivery thing is I wouldn't think... Now, they obviously have to. Uh, I wouldn't think that the carriers would know what is inside the packages for you. So what I would think is like, hey, you know, I have a package that needs to be delivered here. It shouldn't tell you the contents. It should just say, like, if it's fragile or not. So, I mean, how would they know, you know, what's a PS5 versus not? Unless I, they're unless the Amazon app is like telling them, hey, this is their order. They fulfilled, like, go put this on their, you know, I mean, if that's the case, like, that's kind of shitty on it Amazon. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be hard. And, and here's what I would think. Um, Amazon is very specific. So these are Amazon purchases and they're coming from Amazon as a seller themselves, which means they package yeah. it identically every single time. So the yes. weight is always going to be the same for these packages. It's true. The specifications for the package are always going to be identical. So if you just look at and those packages and they weigh the correct, they look the correct size, you have yourself a PS5. Yeah, and they've got, well, one, they open them up anyway and they reseal them, right? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, if it true. doesn't have a PS5 in it, they just reseal it, bad boy. Um all it takes is them to deliver at one house and somebody goes, oh, yeah, this is my PS5. I'm so excited. 
And they go back and they go, oh, that's what's in all those identically shaped boxes I have in the back of my truck. Boy, those are worth two thousand dollars each on on eBay, because that's the other thing is it was, you know, launch week and they're delivering hundreds of these thousands of these, you know, and they're seeing them come through. Uh, and well, and so it's, not just the, it, it's not just the <laughs> X, or not, not just the PS5s, it's the Xboxes yeah. uh, that are getting uh, yanked out, too, because, I mean, they're just as valuable in, in some ways. Yeah. Which, uh, of course, like I was saying, takes us into our next story, which, I mean, they're saying that they're going to try and replace these PlayStations that are missing. Um, however, um, as we found out today, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan actually said that um, this current generation, they label it as next generation in the New York Post article, but they're current gen now. This is the current generation as far as anybody's yeah. concerned. So you can stop calling it next gen. It's over. This is current gen. Um, <laughs> it, or, they say are going to continue to experience steep stock shortages. So what's interesting is Sony is really the first hardware company, like console hardware, anything, that has just come out and straight up just said, listen, our production is fucked. Like, and here's why. And he actually goes on to elaborate to essentially say that a lot of their overseas manufacturing plants are still shut down. People aren't allowed to go in and work yet. And he, uh, he seems to have been very candid in saying there's going to be a shortage of stock. And he even said, we, we are, he's like, I focus personally on branding the PS5 getting it out there, getting it wanted, really getting the investment and the, the interest in it raised. And now Boy, we need, did you succeed? He succeeded for sure. Sony succeeded very heavily. The PS5 is definitely like the most sought after piece of hardware right now that is new and on the market from the last four months, without a doubt. Um, and, and so they, they did it. But the problem is they don't have the ability to meet the demand. And he knows that. And he very specifically stated a lot of the manufacturing plants are still not open, which means that their ability to actually pump out these consoles is severely diminished. So if you don't have a PS5 yet, you're probably going to have an even harder time getting one as time goes on. So prepare yourself. Um, When it comes, it comes, I guess. We'll see. See how long that takes to actually happen. The PS6 may be out by the time that the fives actually get made right along with cyberpunk now i'm kidding <laughs> waiting for that new cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> delay um as an oh, update on lack of hardware i have finally secured an rtx 3080 after all this time of trying i'm going to have one december 3rd in time for the cyberpunk 2077 delay for sure <laughs> <laughs> well, well you know that's... and that that's that's exactly um, uh, goes right into the fact that uh, you know it's hasn't been the normal week since our last podcast and and last week was uh, you know the last Night City Wire from the Cyberpunk folks <laughs> until you know launch so we were just we were ready for that desert we were ready for just no news however that doesn't stop one man. One man on a mission. That man, Zeisia, he's here with us tonight. He's here for Zeisia's Cyberpunk 2077 weekly update. So what was the game again? What are we doing? It's a cy- oh, Cyberpunk, got it. Okay, uh, yeah, so Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, so we talked Thursday, Night City Wire isn't happening again. We're obviously not going to have a whole lot, we thought, <laughs> on this. <laughs> Uh, but as he said, things had still come out and we were kind of surprised that we still had some something to talk about. Well, something to talk about is actually a understatement as over the last past days, uh, they started having some leaked footage uh, online of Cyberpunk 2077 being played on PS4. And it got posted on, I think the Cyberpunk Reddit originally like uh, Xbox or the PS5 or PS4 uh, case for it. And it showed like, hey, I'm, I'm playing it. It's already here. And then someone Yay, actually went on. It's released. Yeah. Go get and they it, had Mike, the, it's released. So the physical copy, which is the interesting part about this, because I mean, a lot of times things get leaked. They have obviously the, the you know, people 
uh, do bad things and leak things on the internet and you get a cracked version, which uh, ultimately all of these are going to be before day one patch. And let me put that out there now. Uh, you know, that was something that you know, CD Projekt Red made the announcement way early when they delayed this that you know, there's still going to be a day one patch and that's why they're working toward the December 10th deadline is that they know there are things that need to be fixed. Um, so this fact that this is a physical copy, that means this was made obviously before the day one patch that they're working on now was supposed to be made. So uh, it's going to have yeah. issues. Um, well, I didn't that's, actually, that's exactly, that's exactly what we had talked about before when we said cyberpunk 2077 went gold and right. gold means that the final release version is done. They're still going to keep work on it. They're going to have a day one patch. They're going to fix some things up, but they have to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, well, if we're going to be releasing by this date, we need to get the final release version out to the duplicators, the physical disc duplicators. So we're going to get them, give them the gold version. And they get that. And they start spinning off discs with the concept that they're going to meet a date. And that date that they were supposed to meet was November 19th. Yep. So they had already produced all these discs and they, and they're not going to keep them in their factory after that, you know, they're going to duplicate them and they're going to give them to the boxing factory and the boxing factory is going to box them all up and they're not going to keep them there because that takes up space and it takes up money. Yep. They're going to ship them out. And then CD project reds like, oh, we ain't got no place to store them. So they're going to ship them out to the retailers and they're going to say, don't open this till the 10th of December. Well, <laughs> and people are going to be like, yeah, obviously that didn't happen. And the, uh, so there was actually leaked footage of someone streaming this. And I will say disclaimer, I didn't watch any of the footage. I don't want to see the footage. Uh, I want to keep this as a, a very fresh copy. Like when I start to play, like it's a new experience. I don't want to see any kind of spoilers, whether it's not a spoiler or not. Uh, so I didn't actually watch any of this, but I did read some of the articles on it. Uh, however, I think Demurin actually did watch some of the footage and uh, I'll let him tell you uh, from the experience of what he watched. Obviously, like I said, not day one. Uh, but what, what was your experience? So the, uh, the goal date was October 5th. So the version would have been finalized sometime around that, um, which means it's not a super old version. Um, it did worry me a little bit, not in terms of I think the game is going to suck optimization wise on things like the PlayStation 5, the Xbox or the PC. I think it'll be fine for the most part optimization wise. I think that it'll meet the specs. The problem is, is the footage is from PS4 and from everything I saw on that version, unless they did some incredible optimization, like phenomenal optimization, the pop-in was disgusting. Um, just like some of the most ridiculous pop-in I've seen in a game for a while. So hopefully that does get remedied. There were a lot of like just graphical, like, just how how much it was toned down graphically was way more than I expected um, for the game. Um, the person did skip character now, creation, so you don't get to see that. So that's not spoiled for anybody. Go ahead. Well, there's there's a lot of videos out there of the, the journalist videos that have the newer build that they got 16 hours of, where they've been showing that anyway. If anyone's interested. Yeah. But, um, now, did you recently see the the footage that CD Projekt? red release that was the xbox one x footage along with the series x footage because they were like swapping back and forth i was wondering if if you saw that and got any comparison i didn't see that, that was from the night city think. wire special that they had last week i don't think i did see that yes it was yeah because yeah, i was that i was pleasantly surprised at the xbox one x footage there was some popping and there was some lower texture and we, there certainly yeah. was there we certainly also, wasn't any of the fancy fog or anything. Yeah. Well, one of the things to note, though, is if you're comparing, like, if, if you want to compare it that way, the other thing you need to compare is the Xbox One X versus the PS4 Pro. Pro I've, yeah. I've got both of them, both those consoles. They're plugged into the same TV. I can tell you, when I play on the X, I buy all my single-player titles on the Xbox One X, and I'll, I'll always tell people I do that, and there's a reason. The PS4 Pro, for higher for higher resolution and better graphics, is a piece of shit in comparison to the Xbox One X. There's no contest. I don't, I don't, like, I've never actually looked at the granular details of what each console has, but the PS, PS4 Pro is arguably just worse when it comes to graphical output. It just is. It just doesn't look as good. I got, I think, um, I got, yeah, I got Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption for the PS4 Pro, and then I got it for free for the Xbox One X. And the game on the Xbox One X looks substantially better. Like, 
very much substantially better and runs substantially better on the Xbox One X than it does on the PS4 Pro. So it does not surprise me that the game looked way worse on PS4 Pro to the point where I was noticing it. Sure. Um, and it could also be, I don't know, maybe he could have been running it on just a normal PS4. I which didn't think of that. Really? Which would be yeah, really can... bad. Um, yeah. I mean, but, with the disclaimer, they always said that you can upgrade. That was yeah. the point, right? So the, if you, if you the, did yeah. get the copy, you can upgrade it to a new version on the or the new console for free, um, which is also known in the sticker. There's a sticker on the front of the, the physical copy that they had. Yeah. The but, reason it's important, I feel like, to mention this is, um, you know, I'm not saying do not buy Cyberpunk 2077 because I think it's going to be a great game. I think, like with all things in all games, unless you are hyper-invested in something, for a specific reason, for me, it's I love CD Projekt Red. I love their games. I've played all the Witcher games, right. even the first Witcher, which was a fucking shit show in terms <laughs> of how clunky it was. I still played the crap out of that game two times through, bugs and all. I ate it. I'm invested. I pre-ordered. I'm fine with it. But if you're on the fence and you have a PS4, not a PS4 Pro, you don't have a PS5, which most people don't, and most people are going to be playing this on either a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One X, or their PC. Wait a couple of days. Let it come out. Let people play with the day one patch. See how it yeah. works. And then if, yeah. if it works well, you're still interested in the game, pick it up. The last thing I want is for people to be disappointed because they pre-ordered the game, and they pull it up on PS4, and it turns out that it ha does have all those issues. It's not well optimized, because that would really suck. Not for the company. I mean, screw them. If they actually make that mistake, then fuck them. They, they screwed up. But for you guys as gamers to not have to suffer through something like that and be like, wow, I just wasted $60. Um, aside yeah. from the technical aspects of it, the opening of the game that I saw, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, um, it looked good. The The world opens up like instantaneously. Um, and it's just like, boom, you're just in. Um, so from everything I saw on like the 20 so minutes before he got taken down, um, the game did look very flushed out. The, you'd see everything in the distance to some degree. Even with the reduced graphics, you could see that there was a very large built-out open world. So I'm very excited to get my hands on it. Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing too is, you know, this was rumored at first. Like, did did someone actually have it? And then, uh, you know, C Project Red's response is that they would obviously take legal action against anybody who, you know, having either leaked it early or distributed it early earlier than the date they had set. So that kind of confirms that 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 was in fact the actual game and it was a, a actual release that they did get their hands yeah. on. And not um, just one person. It's it's more and more of these have been cropping up. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, but, we've had I retailers mean, or or stuff fall out of uh, trucks on the way to fact or uh, uh, your warehouses. You know, or just taken out of the box over to your house. So, yeah, yeah I don't well, think that. I, yeah. I think there'll be some resistance, but I don't I don't think CD Projekt Red's going to be super insane about it unless somebody gets their hands on a PS5 copy. If somebody yeah. posts a PS5 version of the game where it's supposed to be functioning a lot better on the new hardware and it looks yeah. bad, that's going to get CD Projekt Red really uppity really fast, yeah, especially exactly. so close to the game. Yeah, <laughs> ultimately, if, you know, you're one of these people that really want to play CD Pro or play Cyberpunk 2077 as I am. I'm not a huge fan of CD Projekt Red. Like I, li I do like them I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I mean, I am a fan, but I'm not like a demurin fan. Uh, who's well, played why all did the you butcher that stuff, whole concept? That was pretty bad. Uh, but the idea was, um, you know, if you're into this kind of game and you want to play it, you know, I would prefer not to watch the stuff like I'm not watching any of the footage. And as a person that can get a hold of this, like if you were a person that could get a hold of the copy, like, don't play it. I mean, just wait till the actual game is finally released. I mean, that's why there is a day one patch. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, uh, before uh, things were released day of. But, you know, now it's just it is a day one I, patch. That's 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 the new common thing to do. So I would I, just wait till that happens. I personally don't agree with you. If you have the game, play it, play the shitty non day one <laughs> version. And I hope I hope that when the game launches officially and it's day one and you open it up again, you remember all the shitty bugs you have to deal with and it just ruins the game for you. You slimy piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, it's a day it'd be early access, street, I guess. They, they just walked in there. Grandma bought them the mm. new game for them that they heard that they wanted. They're like, well, OK, Grandma, thank you. It's weird that I have it now. A lot of the people that are getting their hands on this are not getting them through most of the stores retailing this, you can't walk into a Walmart, a Target, a GameStop and buy one oh, of those no. games and walk out properly. No, there's, not not a big I'm game, but there's, there's plenty of small 
game stores out there that either don't care about street dates or just don't realize sometimes. Usually when this stuff happens, it's because somebody either works at one of those stores or knows somebody that works at one of those stores and paid them a little bit of money to maybe steal one of those copies and and drop it in the bin or something. So I I thought you were like this optimistic Canadian. (laughs) No, what? Are you kidding me? Did you hear me talking about AMD, (laughs) Sony, Microsoft, (laughs) NVIDIA? The other thing... (laughs) The other thing CD Projekt Red announced is uh, the actual uh, graphic specs that we're looking for. Uh, They initially they initially gave us the minimum requirements, which was what we were hyped about. But they've actually came out now with uh, the actual ray tracing gameplay, uh, along with the RTX PC requirements. And uh, I mean, as expected, uh, you know, Ultra is going to look like we're using an RTX at the minimum 3070, which most people don't have. Uh, using an i7 or Ryzen 5, uh, 8 gigs of RAM or 16 gigs of RAM and 8 gigs of virtual RAM. And, uh, you know, having the game run at 2160, that's the kind of stuff you're looking for. I'm so excited. Uh, and that's, and that's the, the high end. So uh, there is minimum, uh, minimum or uh, medium specs that are out here listed as well, which is like an RTX 2060 uh, and with an i7 or a Ryzen 3, uh, 16 gigs of RAM. So there is there is that. So it seems like I'll probably be playing this. I have a GTX 2060. Uh, with a Ryzen 7, so it looks like I'll be playing this probably between medium to ultra, so high, uh, and I, and I'll be okay with that. Like I'm not I'm not trying to I don't have to to breathe and live this game. Um, I, it should be fun on its own, so that'd be fine. So, but that was released recently, and uh, so there's that. Go check it out. It's online. You can go figure out if you need to start prepping now or uh, just want to wait completely till you can actually get a 3080. And like uh, unless you're Demir and you can just magically get one, so. Uh, last part of cyberpunk news is, uh, kind of weird. It's a Sims four. Uh, there's a mod that, uh, allows you. So in the, in the game, there's, uh, there's like the PC builds you can buy that are like supposed to be like the high tech PC gaming PCs. And they always have like the screenshots of like things that are moving. So the character seems like they're playing. Uh, well, there's a mod now that actually includes, it swaps out that footage with games like Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Forza Horizon 4, uh, GTA 5, League of Legends, Monster Hunter, uh, Persona 4, uh, and Sekiro. So uh, just be, you can actually see your Sims character playing Cyberpunk 2077 uh, on their so, machine at home. So, Just to be clear, Mike, everybody is playing this game but you. The journalists are playing this game right now. They've done it for 16 hours. They got some great videos out there. Pretty the much. slime balls that are like <laughs> passing somebody, the Benjamin and getting one on the sly are playing them right now. The freaking Sims are playing 2077 right now. And you're not. Exactly. So, and I'll have to just wait like a peasant to get the actual release date. So, yeah. And, and just to like rub salt in that wound of yet another thing you won't be able to get. <clears throat> which is that phone. There is an exclusive OnePlus, uh, which is phone manufacturer. Uh, you know, s- some people will be very aware of them, but there's a OnePlus uh, 8T Cyberpunk 2077 smartphone. And nice. they and this thing is got, uh, you know, like Cyberpunk in yellow reflective on the back. Um, it's got like these slight yellow accents along certain curves of the phone very and very subtle, like on the glass. Uh, it has it comes with uh, a specific phone case that, uh, you know, kind of highlights these accents and, and builds on them uh, when it boots. It looks like all cybery booting. It's got like you know, like lines of code that pop past. Um, You're literally a net runner. <laughs> When it's when it's fully booted, the default uh, theme of the phone has like, you know, like blue and cyan teal, you know, outlines around things and fonts. And it's like they went to the they went all the way with this. They they just went. They didn't just put Cyberpunk 2077, a yellow font on the outside of this damn phone. I mean, uh, there's an unboxing of it and. It's a it's a pretty good looking full sized smartphone, and they went so far as to have like when you're booted up and using the phone itself that it still has cyberpunk themes. Uh, it's pretty good looking, uh, and it's only available in Asia. Yeah, of course. 
<laughs> just like the shoes. Uh, what's just funny like the though, shoes. I, we did mention last week that there was a humble bundle for uh, all the core tabletop game uh, yes. for Cyberpunk for like fifteen bucks. Still going on. I I actually picked it up, and I'm actually quite uh, quite quite pleased and surprised with what was actually included. Um, so to give you a hint, it actually came with Cyberpunk 2020, which is the core uh, book before C uh, Cyberpunk Red, which was a later uh, revision. Uh, and uh, Cyberpunk how, 2020. How close to the future that guy told, you know, all those years ago when he created Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah, I mean, this was like, <laughs> yeah, a long time. <laughs> so and then, and then what's interesting... Future. Yeah, what's interesting to me is it is 2020 and we're looking at, you know, now this year and I'm looking at all the content and uh, and it's pretty neat because what I found out is it, it's very, very, very detailed, uh, like the customization just with your character, just with doing normal things uh, that oh, typically when I play like D&D you know, 5e, like it's a lot different. I've even played some Pathfinder before and, and it seems a little more customizable, but I mean, that takes that takes both of those and it makes it look like a kid's game. Uh, compared to the <laughs> amount of actual detail that you can get out of this. So I've been reading through those uh, handbooks and, and it came with all kinds of other core material too. So like, I mean, literally there's a book that just talks about things they can purchase, like your characters can purchase. So like whether it's just like jewelry or fashion or guns or whatever, decks. Uh, there's like full books of just that stuff they can spend money on. Those and sweet, uh, so it's pretty, decks. it's been pretty nice. Yeah. Reading through all of the different parts and, uh, and the way that the structure was, and uh, really neat. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of nice because there's also a Night City book that talks about Night City and goes into detail about the, the different parts and the, the government and everything. And uh, the way that CD Projekt Red or I'm sorry, CD Projekt Red, but the way that uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk Red is because Cyberpunk Red, not CD Projekt Red. Uh, so Red is apparently supposed to take place between 2077 and 2020. Uh, somewhere in the middle there. So if you play, if you read the core books of Red, it'll kind of get you up to speed to what is happening and what's um, the, the intermediate between that time and to where the game is going to be released, like what's actually happening in the government. So yeah. Um, why yeah, Johnny really Silverhands matters. Right. And uh, it talks about him in the book too. So it's, I've been getting a lot of lore out of this too, which has been pretty nice. Like getting a little bit of the history of the background of the game. Kind of like what I think Bruno said last week is I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, there's what's you call it street. And there's a, and I'm getting to that point. Like I'm already reading a bunch <laughs> about it. So it is pretty interesting. This guy. And uh, with, with that, I would definitely <laughs> recommend buying that Humble Bundle while it's still on sale. So uh, with that being said, I will take a minute to have a word with our sponsors. So hang tight. We'll be right back. And guess what? We're back. See, I changed a little bit this time. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the callback so, to last episode, and you changed it so much. I did. I threw an extra word in there. Uh, we're going to go talk about what we've been playing. Typically, we have Game of the Moment on Tuesdays, which... Today is Tuesday for those who have already been paying attention. Uh, so we haven't actually been able to play anything this week as a group, uh, but some of us do play games. Uh, some of us have time to actually play games outside of just Tuesday. So uh, I did actually pick up Fallout or not Fallout. Jesus Christ. Uh, I've actually was able to play You're Far Cry 5. You're a thousand a day. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, so Far Cry 5 was on sale through Green Man Gaming. Uh, Green Man Gaming. <laughs> Jesus. This is only one drink. I've only had one, I swear. Uh, Green Man Gaming had Far Cry 5 on sale for $10. Uh, normal price is 60 If you go to Steam right now, it's probably still listed at 60 bucks. Uh, so pretty good deal. Uh, so I went ahead and picked that up. And uh, Far Cry 5 is based on... Um, you were a deputy of a sheriff for the U.S. Marshal going into an uh, area of Montana where uh, there is a, a cult basically growing uh, from a crit like a, I wouldn't say Christian necessarily, but just a religious cult that's uh, kind of starting to get popularity in this like, you know, mountain town up in Montana. And uh, and it's you know, there's people that are living there that are not part of the cult. And then the cult's kind of there kind of expanding and starting to to do things as they please with, you know, force with military force. Uh, yeah, like ton of drugs, like, um, and not drugs, like not like cocaine and stuff, but not like a, a um, not like a GTA five or anything, but it's more of like this, like psychosis kind of drug that kind of puts you under and makes you see things and, uh, craziness. But anyway, it's, it's really interesting. Um, but it, what's really neat about it is it has a co-op feature. So I'm able to play this, uh, with my brother actually online. We were actually able to play this last night, kind of go through the same co-op. It's a very open sandbox kind of game. The map's pretty huge. Uh, but there's a helicopter. There's like, there's, uh, <laughs> 
you know, planes, there's cars, uh, there's even like ski, uh, not skis, but jet skis and stuff that you can get into boats. Uh, so it's really fun. We just got to hang out last night, like shoot a bunch of people up, um, a bunch of like, uh, religious cult people and, uh, and not feel bad about killing people. So that was good. And you get to rescue the people that were there that they're trying to keep as hostages and stuff. So, uh, really beautiful game though. I will say the, the characters in the game look super realistic and, uh, and that was one of the, the biggest takeaways that I saw was like, even the cutscenes, like even when you're in game, like, uh, the person's just talking to you and it's kind of a cutscene, sort of like you're still in game. Uh, even those look really, really good. So, uh, right now, like I said, 10 bucks at green man gaming. I would definitely recommend getting that if it's still available and, uh, yeah, have a, have a couple hours fun with it. Um, may actually enjoy the, the, uh, actual campaign of it, I guess you could say. So anyway, that's what I've been playing. Brian, you've been playing anything? Oh, you were next on the show oh. notes. Fine. We usually <laughs> go in the order of Mike Brian. Here's that guy again with his before. order. We'll, we'll change things up. I've been playing a game called Eternal that's, Return that's the... Black Shadow. So um, if you've never heard of this game, then you're like the rest of the planet because it's <laughs> um, a Korean MOBA battle royale, which Bear with me. That that sounds like an awful experience. I want to point that out. The idea of a MOBA, which is, if you don't know, a League of Legends-styled game, or Dota, depending on when you got into MOBAs, and a Battle Royale is, is terrifying. However, it plays extremely well. I actually picked it up the first day, and I was like, I told the person who suggested to me, this game is literally shit. And then I made fun of it on my stream and then I shut my stream off. And then the next day I picked it up again because I was like, let me just give it another shot. And now I've I'm having a hard time not playing it in favor of playing WoW's expansion because it's really fucking fun. It's it's a MOBA meets a survival game meets a battle royale. The matches are short. It's 18 people per match. You go in no items. You choose like your champion and you choose like a build you can outline your builds before the game and each individual area has like there's the, the map is sectioned off like there's the school the factory the hospital the beach the docks etc um you have to cook foods to heal yourself and give yourself like sp which is essentially just mana or stamina points whatever you want to identify them as um the characters are all different they have different kits like you would assume from a moba you make your builds um, you can play in solos, so it's like you versus 17 other people as like a free-for-all. You can play in duos, you can play in squad, which is three people. Um, and it just, it actually plays really well. It's got like a really chill early game where you're literally just trying to find the best parts of your build and only stupid people will initiate combat because if you initiate combat early on in the game, you're not going to win. Um, and then the end game just ramps up. It's just a bunch of people with full build. All the good players are left for the most part. And you guys just duke it out in one-on-ones or 2v2s or 2v2v2s or 3v3v3s. And it just ends up with like really large either team fights or very skill-based one-on-ones. So the game actually plays really well. Um, it doesn't look terrible. Like it's a nice looking game. Um, it just released in early access. And the best part about it, if you're scared of an early access game because nobody wants to buy an early access game, it's fucking free. Zero dollars. The champions have a rotation like what League of Legends does. So you get to play a different side of them. You gain currency in-game. And doing the tutorial grants you enough currency to unlock two champions permanently. Um, and also unlocks two other champions permanently in the game, which happen to be one of their tier S and one of their tier A champions. So um, that means one of the best champions in the game and one of the second best tier champions in the game. So it's a really interesting game if you want to look into it. Again, the name is... Um, I forget Eternal Return Black Shadow because it's a really <laughs> fucking weird name. It always confuses me. The internal the Eternal Return part just for some reason doesn't doesn't jive with me. But yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Like I said, uh, that's all we've been playing this week. We obviously didn't have any time to uh, do any game of the moment this week. Which, what did you have something? Did you play something? I've been playing this little 2D platformer that's been <laughs> kicking my ass. Uh, it's uh, very Mario? purple. It's called Premiere Pro. Um, oh yeah, that one. Uh, and I've <laughs> also been, somewhere. I've also been playing the, uh, real life action game of drilling holes in my wall and mounting things to it, uh, for my studio while my wife gives me disapproving looks. 
That's uh, a that's a hard game. That's, that's a almost dangerous like as hard game. As Demon Souls. Yeah. The uh, so for kind of backstory there, Brian is kind of like our media guy. Like he does all the the actual uh, most of all the video cuts that we do for SAS. Uh, he also does a lot of um, the cinematography stuff that we're going to be planning on doing for some video edits for that we come up from some of the series we're going to do extra. Uh, so he's been kind of focusing on that uh, along with, uh, you know, trying to fit in work and then also gaming on top of that. So you don't typically see him do a lot of gaming, but that's why I'm kind yeah. of like the social media guy. But it's uh, it's tough because, you know, we all have jobs. We all kind of work. And then on top of that, we're trying to do this on the side. So it's kind of uh, it's challenging for all of us. And, and then Bruno is just our, our, you know, house Canadian. So he's, he's, a, he's a, he's a sassy motherfucker in a different way. Yeah, yeah for there sure. you go. We're not sure exactly what he's going to take over yet, but once we figure that out, he'll, he'll take care of that. So, Someday. all right, well, let's move into our shorts for the day. I mean, literally this is going to be super short because there's really not super a whole short. lot out there. So let's just get into it. So, it was just coincidence that uh, Mike brings up this whole haptic feedback suit. And I happen to remember, oh, yeah, they did something like that for Res Infinite like years and years ago and showed up on stage and, and had media in it. And on top of that, uh, the original developer, uh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi, uh, tweeted out, he goes, yep, today is Res's anniversary. It was released November 22nd, 2001. And then, of course, had uh, Child of Eden and Res Infinite. And these, by the way, they're fun games. You should go check them out. Uh, and he teased that there might be another game. He said, I and Enhance underscore XP, uh, which is the guy's Twitter handle that he was talking about, is moving forward to a new project. Totally new adventure game with Synthesia or Synthesia, which is kind of like the the world and and then the haptic suit that they do as well. So looking forward to it. Should be interesting. Cool. The uh, next story we got is related to GTA five. I know we haven't talked about this game enough, right? Because it's been around for fucking ever at this point. I bought GTA five on Xbox 360. Yep. it is now moving forward to the next generation or now the current generation <laughs> PS five. Uh, so uh, just to say Grand Theft Auto five has survived a whole generation of console and still going strong. Yeah. Is rockstar ever going to make another video game? Who knows? Why would they? They're making so much money right now off the same game, off the same content it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a crazy to think that the GTA five series is still around going through all the way to now PS five and probably going to continue. They made Red Dead two, too. But I mean, you know, that's it was just basically the same game. Just skin. I mean, I kid. Red Basic Dead two is actually really beautiful. That mod allowing people to mod your games is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they literally made a, a wow. You know, this is this is their wow. Now it like, really they is. Just continue making this. Uh, I saw something and I think I read it right, but it's somewhat related, but, uh, you might want to check it out, Mike, uh, for news wise or something. I heard that red dead redemptions online might actually just release as a separate game, but I don't know. Uh, I like, like I, it was in passing. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't enough information for tonight. It's something we, maybe well, we should look into and see. Yeah, if we'll we can... dig into that and then we'll uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, what that means, if that's actually true. That'd yeah, be interesting. Then longtime listeners uh, or repeat listeners will have a little bit of knowledge of what we might might just talk about next time. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, Twitch, which has also been around for a while, uh, you know, started as Justin TV. I actually had a Justin TV account back in the day. I, uh, during one of the snowpocalypses, I uh, put my cats on camera for the other people that were stuck working from home so they could just watch cats sleeping. Uh, that started back in 2007. Twitch started around 2011, or at least really that's where they kind of push some rebranding. Um, you know, attracting 43 monthly users in 2013. Now Twitch is just insi insanely large. Twitch has 
million broadcasters, not just users. Uh, and in all of that, the current uh, co-founder, Kevin Lynn, has announced that he's going to be leaving the company after 13 years. Uh, he's just leaving. He's going to spend more time with his family and loved ones, some sleep and relaxation, uh, some fitness, and of course, a lot of video games. Yep. We'll have to see what happens with that too. Cause I mean, it's funny that, you know, all these things are happening and people are just jumping ship. So I mean, like he what he's doing in his life has been done before. So his life might get DMCA'd by Twitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that conversation man. you're oh, having man. with your son, that's already been copyrighted. So we're going to mute you for yep. the next five minutes. You no the longer son probably appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he was probably try, trying to talk to him about Actually, the his wife would probably appreciate that. <laughs> right. Oh, man. He's, he was about to have the talk. Yeah. Copyrighted. So the next thing that caught out our attention this week was, uh, we had a rumor that was going around for a while and now it's kind of confirmed, uh, but they're actually making a massive multiplayer online role-playing game or MMO RPG for most of you uh, for the Lord of the Rings, uh, which is supposed to be set to release in 2022. Uh, right now it's actually been confirmed that Amazon is actually doing the development for this, which I'm not super oh, no. pleased about that. But as we know, they did have that new game. I can't even remember the world or the new world or something. I don't know that uh, came out. And people are, new I guess, world, yeah. are they still playing that? Is that still a thing? It I don't hasn't, know. Launched it. hasn't launched it. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the VP character first person shooter that uh, launched and then got pulled back into beta and then just scrapped. Just, yeah. So the VP has said uh, Tolkien's Middle Earth is one of the richest fi uh, fictional worlds in history, and it gives our team and experienced MMO developers from the same studio developing New World tremendous opportunity to play and create. So I don't know if maybe the New World was something they were trying to work on to get to see if they could do something like this, uh, because it is the same kind of style, right? It's still like medieval type of fighting and things like that. So I wonder if that was kind of like a, a test drive to see if they could even handle while they're waiting on the rights for, you know, Lord of the Rings, um, which seems like now that's beneficial. So we'll have to follow that and see how that ends up. But uh, it would be really awesome to have a MMO for for like Lord of the Rings. I'd probably even want to play that. Uh, but we'll just have to see how Amazon does, because so far their the record is not doing that great. I know this is supposed to be a short, but th this worries me so much for a couple of reasons. <laughs> so. Their time frame of shooting this out by 2022 means that either this has been in production for a long time in tandem with New World or it hasn't. And the worst case is that it hasn't. And the other worst case is that it has because both options are terrible. One, yeah. New World is not a good game. It is not. I've, I've played a lot of it during their beta. That game is very, very bad right now. And the 10 months they're giving themselves to fix it is not enough. Not enough. Not by a large margin. That that game is bare bones as far as MMORPGs go. It's it's bare bones as far as RPGs go. Never mind the massive <laughs> multiplayer aspect to it. Because we're not, we don't even have to touch that to find the flaws. If they're trying to reuse what they've created with Lumberyard or whatever the fuck their engine is to make this Lord of the Rings MMORPG, this game is going to be an absolute disappointment as far as mmos go it's one of the hardest markets to get into by far it's already dominated by contenders that have been here for ages nobody has been able yeah. to dethrone lineage 2 or world of warcraft in their respective geographical like bases ever like it just hasn't happened lineage 2 is still yeah. the pinnacle of mmorpgs in asia and world of warcraft has the entire western side of the world 100 percent through and through I cannot foresee that this is going to go well. Two years is in no way in hell enough time. And Amazon it's has proven two years. to fail mm. every single time so far. They have failed when it comes to games. They are not ready yet. This is just this just terrifies me. Well, the thing I is, mean, too, they so I think it's about the rights, right? Because they also have the rights to make a TV show for Lord of the Rings. They had talked about uh, which they had announced that that I think it's going to be uh, I think it's like a a prequel almost like the younger years of, I think Gandalf or something. I, I don't know exactly, but 
Uh, but that's already been teased too, so that's supposedly in the I making. Get it. I get uh, it. So they're now going to try to reuse that same license, I guess, to try to make a game because now they have a studio, right? Because they're just a game developer now. I don't know. The thing I, is, is like I have legs and a heartbeat, which means that I can fucking walk. Okay. Which means that if I really wanted to, I could train to climb Mount Everest. But just because I can doesn't mean that I should. This is the same idea. These guys might have legs, but they're shitty legs that are not ready to go anywhere. And they're trying to climb the Mount Everest of video games, and it's going to fail spectacularly. And they're going to piss yeah. off an entire fandom, which, from everything I've seen, is like two, two inches short of being as dedicated as like the Star Trek fan base. So it's just it's just bad news for like everybody. They should just stop. Yeah, Quit while you're at the same place you're at now. You've already got like three super yachts or some shit, Jeff. You don't need to try and get a fourth. <laughs> I mean, the the Lord of the Rings game is back on, I think, PlayStation 2, I think it was. Yeah, uh, those were actually really fun. I mean, for what they were back yeah, in the but day, they weren't but, Amazon Studios. <laughs> but yeah, they weren't Amazon Studios and they weren't MMOs. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, even with that, like you're saying, with you know, Blizzard having the most of it and the other, the the other aspect, too, is Final Fantasy 14. Right. That's also online, which is pretty popular. Mm -hmm. And that's like you're saying, not even a wow contender, but it's, it's still online. a very popular game. That's and Elder well. Scrolls Online, which is a little too. less popular than that. So but I mean, you're talking even to get to like the Guild Wars 2 level type of MMO, like they're going to have to do so much right in so little time, which it's always that hard doesn't make sense to meet well, expectations when you're using something popular like that. Like think of Swator. Well, it's 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 yeah. it's not just the expectations, too. It's like uh, most <clears throat> of the popular MMOs, even those outside the US, uh, aren't necessarily based on an IP already because they have to do a whole bunch of content storytelling mm -hmm. quests and stuff like that and be able to build on that. And they have to like, you know, you get to build your raids and your dungeons and all that stuff. And what are you doing with Lord of Rings? I mean, there's a lot of rich lore, but also let's be yeah, honest. There's definitely a lot of lore. There's definitely a lot of songs and, you know, talking about areas and stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot of background lore um, there's a, there's a decent amount of creatures, but there's not all that many. And what are you going to do? Are you going to redo the steps of the fellowship of the ring? Who knows? Because that's just crazy. And the thing is, is if you do it, you're going to have some happy fans that like Lord of the Rings uh, sure, but then you're gonna have plenty. You, you're just not gonna have the market because you just everybody's gonna be like, "Well, I already know this story. I'm I'm coming here for new stories in this IP." And then if you try to do that, then you're gonna piss off all the people that you know are your diehard fans, and they're gonna be super loud about it. So, uh, you're you, it's kind of a different way of saying what you know Bruno was just saying is you're kind of screwed either way. So you shouldn't yeah, go down I, this path. I don't know why. I mean, I think I said, like, I do know why it's the licensing they have. They're like, why not? We've got the license and we got a game studio. We can make a game about Lord of the Rings. And that's kind of what's going to be. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll just Jeff will just sell his third yacht and end up making uh, a paying a way more developers to come to Amazon to, to make this to, amazing really. game. He, he doesn't. Well, I know he, he, won't. He, could, he, he doesn't. Just, <laughs> he could just throw five. Hypothetically speaking. And they'd be like, this yeah. is a lot of money. He'd be like, is it? I don't actually know anymore. Is yeah, I thought I mean, it they, two they more would zeros be, to be a lot of money. They would be better off <laughs> doing a small scale like uh, something like Divinity Original Sin, where you or you and a couple of your friends yeah. can play through the adventures of Lord of the Rings. And then if that do, that's does a well, a whole lot of walking. Jesus, it's a, a whole, whole lot, lot of walking. Of walking. And that's what people don't realize is that there wasn't a whole I'm bunch of adventure. It was a whole bunch of walking. Cause like, if, again, if you look at these things like black desert online, as far as I could tell black desert online, doesn't come from a major, huge pre-existing IP. I'm sure that right. maybe parts of it might've, they might've licensed some IP, IP and really expanded on it, but I'm pretty sure that there just wasn't much at all. And you know, they're huge. They're massive. And then like World of Warcraft, well, they just ripped off Warhammer 40,000 or, or excuse me, Warhammer. Uh, so, 
know, they, they, they had yeah. that, that free IP of copying. Yep. But, you know, well, time will tell. We have no idea what they're going to do with this, but it's a early they, they just announced it. So we'll just have to see how this one goes. I'm calling it's going to suck. I hope I eat my probably. Words. Yeah, I hope you do, too. That'd be great. But I doubt it. <laughs> uh, next segment is our emails. Which will be quick. Yep. There are none there. So, again, uh, email us if you got anything to say. Uh, you want to tell us anything. You see any articles, whatever. Uh, just whatever. Whatever you want to send us is fine. We'll probably read it online or something. <laughs> email is uh, GOA at SASGaming, S-A-S-S-Gaming.com. Uh, and, you know, we can keep this stuff anonymous, too. If you send something that you don't want us to necessarily say your name or not, we can, we can totally do that. Uh, so, yeah, this is what got our uh, attention this week. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, uh, you can check us out live typically on thursdays but ultimately this thursday we will not be live on twitch uh, so you should be able to have this on the podcast probably by thursday i would think uh and then the video on youtube past that no pressure on you brian so uh ultimately uh if you want to follow me my links are zycia xycia or zycia gaming on twitter and uh phoenix um you can find me at phoenix nova p-h-o-e-n-n-i-x underscore nova on twitch get rid of that underscore for Twitter and eventually you can find me out there on YouTube somehow. It's not always great. Uh, YouTube's usually where I'm going to put like some of my tech videos, uh, you know, the technology I use uh, and so you can kind of check that stuff out. Got some fun things I'm going to be playing around with soon. So uh, and I'll post those in the Discord so that they're easy to find there. Because yes, that's another thing. Don't forget. Everybody can like join up on our discord and uh you know we 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 post stuff there those people that have been looking for ps5s uh we don't save that information just for the news we dump it down onto the discord and say hey guess what yeah uh because that's a reminder if you don't have a ps5 walmart is got some hours that they're going to be doing them on black friday so yep uh and that's something that as soon as i saw that news story came up I immediately put in our Discord for any of our uh, fans that just want to know that information. So uh, that's another way you can find all of us, by the way, is just go to the Discord. All of our information's there. Come here in. Yeah, we're usually online playing different things. Yeah, um, you can find me at uh, Dimirin on Twitch. That's D-Y-M-Y-R-N. And you can find me on Twitter at D-Y-M-Y-R-N Dimirin Gaming. So um, hit me up. Yeah. Well, until next week, I uh, hope you guys eat enough turkey or if ham, if that's what you do, because your parents just hate turkey because it's always dry. I actually have a nice trick to make dr- not dry turkey. So if anybody wants that, you can at me and I'll maybe give you some information. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Thanksgiving. Have a good Thanksgiving with you, your family, or if you're staying home uh, and kind of just, you know, social distancing, that's cool too. Uh, much respect to all of you out there that are doing that. So. Till next week, we'll catch you on our normal day on Thursday. And uh, have a great week. Take care. Yeah, eat a lot, play some games, take a nap. I'm Canadian, so I don't <laughs> care about your Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's going to be a great way to end this one. <laughs> See you guys. Got him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>